Greetings, nerds. This is Saint and Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing well, Sarah. How are you doing? Happy Podcast Day. Happy Podcast Day. Happy last day of September. It is. Happy. It is. This year has, like, zipped by, and we were just talking right before we uh, started recording here, just, like, so much content is dropping this last quarter of the year. Yeah, I lo- I'm starting to have a stomachache just thinking about all the content <laughs> that we're going to consume within the next couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. October is just, yeah, it really is going to be just a lot of stuff. I mean, it's, it's, which is, you know, given where we were last year, where we were all like the shows that were able to get filmed before the pandemic and then the ones who had to cut their production short because of the pandemic like doom patrol which we're going to talk about tonight uh it's um it you know it's it's now it's just like man it's like drinking water from fire hose with the with the amount of content that's coming yeah yeah it's last week i i think i mentioned how billions is back and yeah um they are incorporating covid as part of the show but it's also not it's not as obvious mm-hmm. to me because the way they they're wrapping it this season up and then they're gonna come out in the spring with the fresh new season right but they it was like a seamless thing i couldn't believe it i've seen a lot of these shows who go on break and it doesn't feel when they come back it it just feels tacked on Mm-hmm. Um, but man, those writers really did a seamless job of working it into the storyline and also clearly sticking to how they wanted this season to wrap up. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Cause you can definitely tell in the productions in this you know, COVID period, um, South mm-hmm. how, how scenes or people are paired off and, you know, things are how are shot and whatnot you can you can definitely tell and so that's amazing that they were able to to, to do that and and i did I, you know I, I haven't watched billions uh beyond i think a few episodes in the first season but i, I do remember just reading about how they were going to integrate the real life events in, into the storyline yeah there it's a lot more subtlety on that show than it is on the morning show mm. which good lord <laughs> <laughs> god that show, I, I really like the first season. I have, I'm mixed about the second season. I don't mm-hmm. know. I've, I've heard about it. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that from uh, on, on a few uh, podcasts about how people are ambivalent about the uh, second season of the show of that show. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, speaking about shows returning because of the Netflix big comic-con event whatever you want to call it um we got a few trailers and um announcement dates on when things are returning including cobra kai's season four dropping on december 31st you know we we both didn't really care for the third season Um, yeah yeah it was it was all right but yeah it it, I I was mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, but it was disappointing, uh, you know. Given, and I, I, you know, we were we were like, uh, not to sound like we're like the old, you know, the old heads or whatever, but we were sort of the cool cats who actually watched it on YouTube before it made it to right. Netflix. <laughs> so. Right. Right. And and the first and second seasons were really good, and then mm-hmm. something happened with the third season, 
And if I will be honest, the season four trailer makes me concerned that it's going to stick to the similar direction that season three went. And I'm just like, okay. okay. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm on the fence on that one. I I, I know we were talking about trying, you know, planning ahead, and uh, I, I even commented to you. It's like, yeah, we can we can push. You know, we don't have to worry about if you know, given that it does drop on December the December 31st, New Year's Eve. Uh, you know, we have to slide it back into January. I'm okay with that because I mean, I was like you. The trailer didn't. It, it didn't. It, you're right. It, it gave me that season three vibes. The things that I was kind of like, hmm. All right, mm-hmm. it has just stick worn off, you know, as far as this show, and they're getting, uh, I, 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 you know, with the, with obviously with the martial arts stuff, I mean, you just sort of have to just ride with it and just suspend your disbelief right. and just just ride with it. But there were just other other things about it that just seemed, uh, I don't hurt. This didn't flow as well as the first two seasons did. So, yeah, but thankfully, when that drops, we also will start getting. Um, Boba, the book of Boba Fett on Disney Plus. Um, you know, I've been, I've been missing, I've been missing the Star Wars content. I have to say, yeah, yeah. I know Visions, and I hear good things about Visions. I know there's been a few other animated Mm -hmm. um, Star Wars shows that have dropped since um, Mandalorian season two wrapped, but. Um, I, I really like Star Wars live action, and so I'm, I'm excited to that this is coming yep. quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I did watch the first episode of Visions, and I, I really did like it. I, I'm, uh, I think if you're an anime fan, you'll definitely you definitely will get into it. Uh, I'm kind of a fringe anime person, but uh, I, I really did like it and uh, plan on watching the rest of the series. I haven't watched Bad Batch yet, though. Still, I think this still still on the on in the queue to watch yeah yeah still in the queue um other things that are in the queue for 2022 date yet to be confirmed are both stranger things season four and drop the trailer as well as sandman on netflix um i i watched a fair i i just remember like one scene from the sandman trailer and I, I remember hearing about this show, I think, during last year's Fandom event. Mm-hmm. And I was very interested after I was watching the writers talk about the show. And this trailer just took me right back to that conversation. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious um, about it. That's for sure. Am I curious about Stranger Things season four? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's in it's another one of those shows where the it's been such a long time since we've had stranger things in our lives and it, it's the the i remember really liking the last season but mm-hmm. worried that it would just continue the same pattern now this trailer d- did intrigue me because it, it seems to like they're incorporating some new elements yeah. But I don't know if that's just what they're showing and want you to think when the reality is like, yeah, this is a lot of what you've already seen before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the kids are like grown ups now, but uh, but I. I wonder if this is going to be like for you, I, I thought about you this weekend when I was when I watched the trailer because and 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 
how we had a gap with like Mr. Robot. And I know I was still engaged in that show. And I know you pretty much, you know, checked out of that train because, you know, because of that. And I think there's some of the story choices and other things as well, how that last season went with that show. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm the same way with stranger things. It's like, um, I'm intrigued. The trailer definitely was like, okay, I think we will get something new and fresh with this story, uh, taking it out of Hawkins and, and then with that haunted house. And, and, and obviously I noticed, uh, Finn Wilfard was not, um, as prominent in this particular trailer. So they really focused on some of the other, other characters. Uh, so I, so I, it, yeah, and, 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 and they didn't do like all the 11 teases like they did in the prior ones either. So I think they're, they did show some more. And of course, all the, you know, the right beats, you know, you had the Ghostbusters little button on the, on, um, uh, on the one kid's backpack and stuff. And, and so I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking, I am looking forward to, to, to the fourth season. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad it's returning. I, I don't, You've brought Mr. Robot up before, and I honestly, I don't, I don't think that that's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. I, I just, because they're very different shows and I have very different experiences with them. Yeah, true, <laughs> true. But, but yeah, well, it's, it's coming, it's going to be here and, and we'll see what they have in store. I'm glad they're focusing on some of the other characters. Um, but Yeah. And the last bit of news we have is um, the Disney and Scarlett Johansson lawsuit has been settled. And Will, I hope you have more information on that. Yeah, this is like breaking news this evening. Disney and and Scarlett did settle. Uh, Very, of course, everybody put out their very nice statements about how great each each party is because uh, she is going to continue to do uh, projects for the house of house of mouse. Yeah. She, you know, her statement is like, I'm happy to have resolved our differences with Disney. I'm incredibly proud of the work we've done together over the years and greatly enjoyed my creative relationship with the team. I look forward to continuing our collaboration in years to come. And, and Disney also had similar types of kind statements. And uh, according to deadline, you know, obviously whenever you, these, mega lawsuits are are settled or any lawsuits are settled there's always you, you know many most many times those settlement agreements are you know confidential but of course deadline through their sources noted that uh, it could the payout could easily be around 40 million dollars or more mm-hmm. um not to be paid out in lump sum but i think you know probably just dispersed with various projects that they have coming up i think they have a uh a, a, the Tower of Terror, I think, is one thing that's going to be coming up. And, of course, um, as far as the project that she has with Disney. And so uh, I- I'm sure as part of the settlement agreement, any kind of like it, it, assuming that Disney does kind of any kind of day <laughs> and same day release streaming, I'm sure they have a lot clearer parameters as far as how they're going to pay for her, her work in those future projects. And I'm sure they have uh, also made sure that uh, – any language as far as you know, compensation is uh, no ambiguity so that they won't be having they won't be going back to uh, the very vitriolic statements that were being made and you know and when this first happened i think you know i talked when we talked about it we were like it's going to get settled i mean nobody wants to go to court right. it's not good for anybody 
but it, yeah, but uh, yeah, that was breaking news this evening. Yeah, well, I'm I'm glad they got it resolved, especially on the heels of this most recent "What If" episode, which just while I was watching it, just confirmed to me how pinnacle of a character at Black Widow is in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I feel as though she's been used in a lot of these episodes of "What yeah. If," and is and this one, I mean, we. They 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 moved away from her, but I feel like every ne- every so often, majority of the time, there's an episode and and she just magically appears. Yeah. Um. And Lake Bell's doing a pretty good job of imitating ScarJo's voice, mm-hmm. although you it's not it's not as deep as ScarJo's, but yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good. And so on that note, we did get part one of two. I will call it. Yeah. Um. What if Ultron won? Well, the answer is simple, Will. We all lose. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> Everyone freaking loses. Yeah. And 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 we've been talking about this um early since early on in the season that eventually the watcher is is becoming more of a character. And in this one, Ultron becomes aware of the watcher, which led to a showdown. And and even him questioning this oath that he took in mm-hmm. trying to see if he can get Black Widow and Hawkeye to to save the day and everything. Um, it was a decent episode. I'm I'm there, there's something about those first few episodes um, that I really liked, and mm-hmm. I I don't know what it is, but right now I'm just like, okay, what's the end game here? Let's wrap it up. I'm ready to move on and and yeah. get a dose of something new. But um, it it was a decent episode. I thought it was a very good episode. I I watched it twice because last night when I, the first time I watched it, I was kind of tired, and so I was kind. I felt like I was like, am I hit into the place of Marvel saturation? Because it, it, I liked it, but I wasn't like blown away by it like say right. the, the 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 doctor strange episode for example uh or, or even the t'challa one um yeah. so it, it felt like it felt like the, i guess the third episode it felt kind of like the print episode for me it was like i liked it but i wasn't like oh this is the best ever but i watched it again today and i have to say on a rewatch i was like it it, it definitely like it rose up several notches for me too i was like yeah this is a very actually very good penultimate episode and then does what you want a a good penultimate to do which is to set up uh you know for for the finale and and really and and, and on on the rewatch a a really gathered all all the elements that we've seen throughout the season really coming together And, and and you're right about uh, how how integral a character Natasha has been in this in this what if series, but also as I was watching it, I, I realized also how much how Clint yeah. is is has become as well because in in all of the episodes he's been just like Natasha he's he's been around and playing some key components whether it was you know in the third episode where he uh, you know when Prim had him kill. Thor by accident and 
in that in the murder mystery one, and then uh, and, and and some subsequent the zombie one and, and and other ones as well. So, what I liked about this episode, you know, it ended up being the the two quote unquote normal folk <laughs> right. who were who were ultimately the ones who were going to help save save the universe. Yeah. No, no, you're exactly right. And what I was thinking about is how there's been a there's been two other episodes this season that both harken back to Avengers one, mm-hmm. Avengers Avengers, um, Infinity War, mm-hmm. Avengers Endgame, and now here we have we have a tie in to the second Avengers, and and. And those episodes really feature these two characters in particular. And I think I think why is exactly what you just touched on with like these are the the characters with the least super powers um, on the squad, and yet they they still are able to carry that torch of hope because mm-hmm. they um, have their one hundred. Their humanity is intact, and mm-hmm. they're they're both trying to find redemption in some yeah. way, which I think is interesting. But but it's it's good. It's good, especially when you're dealing with a character like Ultron, who within the first five minutes just wins. Yeah, yeah. They don't. Yeah, they don't dick around about it at all. They just like okay, we're yeah we're gonna he is going to win this. We are going to you know quickly you know they'd have the exposition and the of here's what happened in age of ultron but here's really the age of ultron <laughs> that was yeah. just that was just us that was just a marketing ploy Our, the, you know avengers 2 really didn't have you know it was more about destroying sokovia <laughs> yeah. uh, i just i just wonder if because i i'm with you where yes the t'challa episodes really stand out to me but that Doctor Strange episode just hit in such a different way mm-hmm. and resonated mm-hmm. that I can still I can still picture images in my mind. And I've only watched it one time, but I yeah. can still picture frames because there was something so fascinating about it. And yeah. I just wonder if this is this the intent is this series is not necessarily um leading up to no way home but more doctor strange too yeah yeah it it with what happened in this episode with the watcher ended up in steven's mm-hmm. own universe uh, and how they tied those t- together and i loved you know uh, the folks on uh, i think maybe kind of funny or another thing i was listening to today noted how they did a great job of like hiding the fact that Strange was going to show up in this episode by not having his name show up and yeah. Benedict's name show up in the uh, in the credits at the beginning. Um, but I like the way they tied that back. You know, I think you're right. It, it, you know, I think the you know there's there were plenty of one-offs like the Party Thor episode last week, and you know we may see elements of that down the line because I mean these these movies are so self-referential to each other, mm-hmm. um, even if it doesn't mean. In, big stuff it may not be a big overarching thing but you know they'll 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 throw a little nod to something but i think you're right 
this really is getting honing in on, and we talked about this even at the beginning uh, of what if carrying forward that the multiverse storyline from Loki, right, and, and and WandaVision, but really Loki, and then this you know this episode really does seem to be the springboard to uh, Doctor Strange two, uh, it thematically and 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 and. And I, it would not surprise me if we get some serious beats from what whatever transpires next week, which I guess, judging from all the promos and things we haven't seen uh, to date uh, from the, I guess, the mid-season trailer, mm-hmm. uh, we will have our, our new Avengers, I guess, for this What If universe, well, multi, well multiverses, uh, show up to, to take on Ultron. Uh, so uh, I think um, you know whatever the whatever the end result comes from next week's episode, I think we'll have some rep, you know, repercussions down the line with other other films, in particular Doctor Strange too. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what they said from the beginning. That's why I've been watching is because you told mm-hmm. me You're like Sarah, it's gonna tie in. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> Forgive me. Um, but it's it's been a good journey so far. It is. Most of the episodes have been better than um there's been some definite bad episodes, but yeah. but most of them are pretty decent. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. <laughs> um t- speaking about magic trips tricks and sorcery, we've got to talk about Stargirl. <laughs> Stargirl comes off of arguably one of one of the best episodes, not just of their season, but I just think of any show on the CW mm-hmm. um, because it was so different. It was, yeah. it, and it was executed so well and only to follow up with this episode, which like did what happened in the writer's room? <laughs> <laughs> because I feel as though they, they, they were like, yeah, this is, remember, this is teenagers and, and we're going to focus on summer school and they, they won, but there's some PTSD and, and then, and then Eclipso comes out and all of a sudden, like high drama, welcome to October, creepy stuff is going to be happening and you're just when you think you know what's going on there's a twist mm-hmm. um because i th- i think this episode is brilliant yeah two storylines not really connected but but you're so used to seeing these kind of a and b plots you, there's been enough with um beth and and um rick for you to understand what's happening to them and just when you think like, oh, well, Eclipso is clearly just taunting Beth, she wins, you realize, no, he's been he's been trying to take out both of them simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And and it was just heartbreaking what happens to Rick. It is. It's just it's just I, I mean, Grundy's gonna break him out, but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just I I didn't see it coming. I, I totally fell for everything. And and I just, I was sitting there and once it was revealed and they did that shot where it's it's like Grundy's all beat up and then they reveal it's actually his, his uncle and you're just like, oh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That, yeah. That, you know, when I was watching that episode, I, and it was really. This is why this is why Eclipso is probably one of the as far as on the CW verse mm-hmm. show villains. I mean, there's there is reverse flash until they but they, you know, they, but they overuse that reverse <laughs> thon in the flash. And then, yeah. there's next, and then the next is Eclipso because this the just the danger and and how, you know, we talked about when we first started reviewing season two of Stargirl, you know, Eclipso's going to use your fears and, and, and things about you against you in a way that will, uh, well, that, that, that will, that, that's their, that, that was his trick. That was his thing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so with, with, with Beth and what, he he, you know, he's been capitalizing, you know, of course, you know, and it and it, it makes him begin to question whether or not her parents are really getting divorced or not. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, because of what we saw in this episode and what he's done with Yolanda and the visions, because it was smart last week, but they kept things ambiguous about what's yeah. real, what's what's you know, is this just your, is even whenever she saw the fake brainwave, was this in her head or is this? Yeah. You know, and then they carry it forward this week with events and like, and it was believable whenever Beth, Beth, they were sitting in the living room having this dinner. And I was just like, God, this is just so like gut wrenching whenever you're hearing Eclipso using the the divorce and, and, you know, to, to, you know, for saying Beth was the reason, you know, blaming the child for it, which is like, you know, one of the probably the worst thing thing to think God I never had to deal with that. But, you know, just talking with friends who have been through, you know, parents separating and stuff. I mean, just hearing that kind of talk and, and just, you know, and, and using Beth's own, I guess, questioning of, you know, what should I be on this team? And, you know, and they've had, you know, and it really does a great job of tying in all the, that discussion they had last week with Yolanda and like, well, could you do, could you kill or could you, you know, how, what good are you in a fight, you know? And well, it also, it, it echoed back to the first season of when mm-hmm. we met Beth and how she did join the team, which I thought was great for mm-hmm. people who have been watching both the, the full arc and, yeah. and it makes you realize that, oh, she may still have doubts about her own ability, especially since at the end of the last season, the glasses broke. Right, and right. So now she's on this team, but she doesn't have what makes her special. And I think that's why the speech at the end of it was so powerful because it was mm-hmm. about her believing in herself yep. and, and choosing to be Dr. McKnighter and not, not using that as a crutch to make yep. her feel special because yeah. she was special. Right. Yeah. And I remember us talking about that too, because we were, you know, because, you know, we had the whole legacy thing with Courtney and, 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 and Rick, uh, and even Jade, whenever Jade first appeared. And, and we were wondering, like, we we, we lamented how criminally underutilized and they were using, utilizing Beth early on the season, but they were just like, again, as I mentioned before, this writer's room and this showrunner team understands how to pace and mm-hmm. build up things with their characters and, and not, and I don't know if it's, you know, and again, you know, we, part of it, I think it is COVID, you know, you can't only, you know, you probably did have to structure 
having so many people in scenes and whatnot, but they use that to their advantage. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the episodes that don't 100% of the time focus on Courtney and her issues work far better. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why. I think I said that last season, too. Yeah, yeah. Which never resonate with me. Yeah, yeah, but they, but they, but, but even with that, they have found a way to you. Even though Courtney's the lead, they found a way to to use her correctly in these episodes when yeah. they focus on other supporting the other members of the team. Because you know we learned that she's named a staff, and I love that moment between Courtney and 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 uh, Dugan and Pat when they were like. There in the garage, about well, you named the you named the stripey, not me. You know, the, you know, this, those little endearing moments. So, you know, said so I think they found a good way to to really utilize the cat the cast and, and not in a way that just seems like uh, other shows. Why the hell is this even in this? In this, it's going to end up on the cutting room floor. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, they they're definitely planting seeds, um, for for Courtney's big. Um, encounter with Eclipso that's yeah. coming. but I mean while they're doing all of that stuff with Beth it just it just astounded me that that they had this this very believable thing between Rick and Grundy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wanting to protect him and then when you see the girl died for a moment and I I kid not I cannot I really thought I was like oh Okay, so Rick thinks that Grundy killed it, but it's going to turn out that there actually is a bear in the forest, and the bear kills <laughs> I, I seriously thought yeah. that. I thought it was somebody and, else. I thought it was somebody else and not Grundy. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, 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 I definitely did. And then when she disappeared, I was like, oh, shit. And then, but they, they did it twice in the same episode with the same storyline because – even when he was facing off against Grundy, I did not, I did not think, I mean, I thought it, I initially thought it was weird. I'm like, well, why is Grundy at Rick's house? I mean, he, mm-hmm. how, A, how does he know where he lives? Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and why is he, why is he acting this way? And then, but, but it still was, my mind didn't go there because Eclipso was, was um, all about Beth this episode. So you, you don't even think like oh well clearly he's manipulating both of them yeah um you just it was it was so clever of how they did that from a right perspective of just being able to not only trick the the characters but trick the viewers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um because the viewers should know the viewers should know what's going on and the tells are really easy but they they got it by like me really quickly <laughs> they did they did and you notice the one thing about that girl is you know that was the little girl from the very first episode i didn't notice that but that makes sense you know yeah. that that seems like an eclipse though thing to do mm-hmm. um and and you're absolutely right he he is up there on villains but but it's funny i i think he's up there because Initially, when we when he was first revealed, you guys know me. I was like, "Oh my god, this is a character from Power Rangers." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I still think that. However, the the way that he is torturing these kids, mm-hmm. masterful. 
Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and the writers are really doing a good job at, yeah. at not only terrifying the kids, but also getting into the viewers' heads as well. So Yeah, getting in their heads. And then another thing, I think another thing that the writers did well this week with Beth and the character too, I mean, and it was hard to sometimes hear it, but it, the, the whole, the racist racism yep. and the sexism and, uh, uh, you people. I mean, he said the you people thing. I was just like, oh yeah, they they're going there. And and and, and props to to Angelica who 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 was able to bring that you know I you know that, that pride. She's like, I mean, I'm proud that I'm black. And I and I loved also the scene when they whenever she was with her parents at the end, and and asked them like, you know, how did you, you know, how did y'all, how did you deal with it, mom, when you guys first moved to, to Blue Valley, and 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 you know, and having that that very that that talk that many you know many families of color have with their kids, uh, you know, it you know, uh, you know, it, again, it, it resonates with all members of the audience too, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is another really strong thing about this show is that, uh, like you said, they're doing a masterful job of like keeping us keeping us unbalanced as far as how they're unfolded these stories but also they, they they've done a really good job of, of making you care about these characters and 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 and, and, and being engaged with the story so i mean props to them and then of course you know next week we we do get uh you know john wesley ship uh, jay garrick showing up so uh, so i'm sure they'll probably get a lot of you know fan you know maybe a lot of, maybe more people will discover this show next week because because they they do have this sort of mini crossover with the Flash. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll see we'll see. Yeah. We got a lot to come um, yeah. Yeah. with that show. Now um, another show we're not going to talk Titans tonight because Doom Patrol first three episodes um, dropped last Thursday and then the fourth episode dropped um, yesterday and. Um, I I don't know what it is, Will. I'm going to be very honest. I, I love Doom Patrol. I really do. <clears throat> this, I, I I wasn't as engaged during <clears throat> the episodes. Um, I started to get a bit more engaged during the third one because <clears throat> I did think it was pretty cool, the whole afterlife and the tie-ins. But yeah. um, I don't know. I just... I just, first of all, within five minutes, Candlemaker, who I remember from the previous season, terrifying mm-hmm. villain, a lot of power. Yep. So, so how did they resolve this? Oh, Dorothy makes a deal with him? I don't understand. <laughs> within <laughs> five is... minutes, it's resolved. <laughs> yeah, this was like, our season was cut short. Let's just get, let's just quickly tie up all the loose ends that we would have, you know, tied up in the season. Basically, it'll happen, you know, I think several of these shows, all their season finales became season premieres. <laughs> not on Billions, not on Billions, okay, but so, yeah. definitely on this show. Yeah. I really, that, that, I think that left such a bad taste in my mouth that I couldn't get into the episode completely because I'm just yeah. like, yeah I, yeah, I agree. I, and I get uh, part of it. Part of it too was just like, you know, there's there's this that that sense of anticipation. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I will freely admit I was like super. I haven't been this hyped about a season premiere for a show in a long time. Mm-hmm. And and so when I 
did watch when I watched the first episode, it was like, okay, uh, yeah, I was I was let down. I I I, I admit it. I, I was I was a little let down too. Yeah, it just there, and the and that doesn't I mean, surprise me because how many times have we talked about expectations? Will yeah, yeah. <laughs> never <laughs> get them high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I still I mean I enjoyed the episode. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't right, that right. I. Yeah, I mean, all the beats were there, all the wacky, the zaniness, the things that I love about the show, all were there, and they hit. I mean, it wasn't that they didn't hit for me. It was just like, I was just so, you know, so hyped for that that first episode. But I will say the second one, the second and third ones I loved. I mean, I I, will, I, I definitely did. And I, I was like, okay, yeah, this is why, this is like my, my favorite show right now. Uh I'll give you the third one. The second one was fine. I thought it was um, cool how they went on vacation. Um, and then we got to meet um, Gargox. Gargox. Um, and and I was... But, but I don't know. There, There's something about these first few episodes where it felt like Doom Patrol. But I was missing like a gut punch. I was mm. missing something to really make make the zaniness grounded. And that's why the third one sticks out the most is because mm-hmm. you do have this tale about these characters who, quote unquote, we spent a season talking about like they're they're immortals. Yeah. Um and and now they're dead. And what does that mean? And and who they very good pairings of who they meet in the afterlife and why mm-hmm. that's important, especially in terms of this season. I mean, we have Vic with his mother. We find yeah. out that potentially there was another way to, for his dad to save him, but he chose cy- the cyborg way, we'll call it. Yep. yep. Um, which was very interesting. We got Cliff with his dad, and which is great because Cliff, Cliff, I don't know who has more daddy issues, Cliff or Jane. Really. Yeah. <laughs> They're different. Their daddy issues. Both of them have daddy issues, but for different reasons. <laughs> Very different. I mean, Cliff even went on to granddaddy issues, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but and then we have Jane with Kay's grandma, which which I thought was so beautiful. What they did with that um, yeah. tie-in, and I like that we got a lot of Kay. We got a yes. lot of pay for in these first few episodes. Um, I don't know what they're doing with Jane, and Jane's arguably probably my favorite character out of the bunch. So maybe that's where some of my um, trepidation comes from, where I'm just like, okay, I don't see the arc. I see the arcs with the others. Yeah. Um, and well, then. Yeah, well, I think with Jane, this is uh, just just to pick up on that point because we, with the first episode, we did get some closure, even though it was all the puzzle things and and, but uh, with the underground and then you know basically, I mean, I guess the um, the primary mm-hmm. who basically, I mean, you know, I think you, you could say it was a stand-in for Kay's father. Uh, with how he was treating Jane as far as who was going to be the primary. Um, yeah. yeah, you could say that. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I think, 
you know, and I, and to, to tie it, but to, to Kay and then meeting her grandmother later, and and who else we also find out his name's Jane, and that's why she picked mm-hmm. that, that. So I, you know, so I think there were some tie-ins. You know, I think the first five minutes of the first episode just dealt with okay, let's just get through the second season, wrap that up. But then that back half of the episode, I think, was what did redeem that episode for me in, in, in how they really resolve those issues with the, with Jane and underground and, um, you know, and, 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 and like you said, really established that stronger presence of Kay and, 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 and seeing the two of them together. And I'm just trying, you know, and I'm, and like you, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how, as we move forward, how, um, Kay and Jane will will interact as as the, as I guess Kay get gains more confidence right. over time, right. uh, and and how that will impact the Jane prime persona um, uh, since that's essentially grown up Kay. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I I think um, <clears throat> I I think right I guess what I'm trying to figure out is. These first few episodes, after they wrapped up last season, is definitely flipping the script on this this idea of morality with these characters. Mm-hmm. Because last mm-hmm. season, we talked a lot about how how they are immortals, and and so this is life for them. And so, what does that mean? And but now they're they are experiencing death. They are experiencing not being a hundred percent healthy. I mean, who, who the heck knows what's going on with Larry right now? Yeah. Larry's got to get his negative spirit back, but I do, yeah. I do like what they're, what they're doing with Cliff mm-hmm. and the Parkinson's thing. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. I thought that was very clever. Yeah. That was very clever as far as with the Parkinson's and, and, um, and with Larry, you know, with the negative spirit, and, and I mean, uh, carry it forward to this f- fourth episode with with how it ended with the bump. I mean, I think, I mean, that to me that seems like the throwing up and stuff. It seems like he and the, and the bump seems like he's pregnant. I mean, it's like morning sickness or something. You know, I wasn't gonna say it, so I'm glad you said it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said it. Maybe make it. Maybe the negative fourth got a little carried away. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but you know, with afterlife, with death comes life. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's the arc. Maybe that is the arc with Larry of the season. Uh, and I know going through the, yeah, I mean, but, but yeah, because I mean, I think with the, yeah, I felt like the first episode, it, it felt a little retread with Larry because I thought we had had gotten him and negative energy spirit like. They have reconciled themselves, but then they went off into space, and then he leaves them, or or does something with them. Uh, so you know, so I felt it was maybe a little step back, but then we, you know, of course, where we are now, I'm like, no, no, I think Larry's having to figure out like how to live without this entity that's been in his body now for you know fifty or sixty years or whatever. Yeah, well, he's got another entity in his body and maybe, now that he's yeah. got to figure out. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and then on top of that, we, um, I did like the Dead Boy Detective Agency. Mm-hmm. I, I thought they were, they were cool. 
the the writers have a way of bringing in new characters that fit within this universe they've constructed um and and the dead boy agency made sense i i was caught off guard when dorothy decided to go with them i was Mm. not seeing that coming but Mm -hmm. you know dorothy made a deal with candlemaker so why do we need her around (laughs) yeah yeah and she may show up again yeah yeah i was just agreeing with you she's gonna show up again but yeah 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 um yeah, you know, with with Dorothy, and I guess we haven't talked about the chief, and and that, that was how you know, you know I was wondering because I know I had read somewhere where Timothy Dalton was not on set hardly at all because of 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 COVID, and but they did, you know, I was I'm actually surprised how much he is he is in in this season because I mean, really, in the promotion materials leading up, they really didn't focus on him much at all, so I really thought he was going to be gone, gone. I mean, since mm-hmm. we we thought you know since he since he died, I but, was you know, thinking about that while watching these episodes. I was like, "Wow, Will told me a different thing was going to happen." Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I had. Re- I mean, I even had read it. He was like, "I'm not," you know, and that's great for them for like being able to, you know, maybe it was just part of his the part of the press junket was just like to say, "Yeah, I'm not around much," or you know, uh, or hardly at all because you know to, to keep that surprise and how. How you know we did have the end credit scene, I guess, at the end of the first episode, uh, with Kipling, you know, severing his head, which apparently is a I saw but someone that posted the frame from the comic book, which is very you know was taken from the comics uh, that Kipling did that, and of course we saw you know the the consequences of that in in, in this week's episode, um, and and you know and then of course in the second episode we you know was was. It's the second or third episode with the chief and the sex ghost. <laughs> it was just like, God, hell. or maybe it was the end of the first one. Yeah, it was the end of the first one. Uh, they all start to run together. But, uh, you know, the sex ghosts are definitely like, you know, staples of the house. This, uh, even though I don't think they appeared this week, but uh, it was with the zombies. But, um, yeah, you know, it, it, it was you know, like I said, the, the second episode for me stood out, you know, I think. I, I need I need I need a Samuelson who's gonna like follow me around with a megaphone <laughs> and announce my interest in the room like Gargorax had and and then of course they had Mola and the brain which were nice you know elements from the comic too like you said how they introduce these characters into the story into to, to make the the larger the larger point uh, it, it, you know, they they fit into into this weird universe that they've constructed yeah. Yeah, and now we have um, a new character because Dorothy left, but mm-hmm. um, a new tag along, sort of speak. Um, it, this is the fog, right? Is that uh, who? Madame Rouge. Yeah. Okay, it's Madame Rouge. I don't know. Yeah. I tried looking IMDb. They said the fog. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It, there will be a. I think the fog does show up this season, but <laughs> Michelle. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but the. Tag along that we have right now is Madame Rouge, as far as in, with the group who showed up as well in a sec in the, you know, because uh, we had, you know, Rita and her, my bees, my bees. And and then, of course, uh, the actress who plays her, you know, gets uh, sucked into the sinkhole whenever Madame Rouge shows up. I uh, so remember when Madame Rouge showed up at the uh, at the very end of the episode. Yeah. You know, yeah. 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 I mean, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then you know, of course, Rita had, 
you know, Rita was, you know, she was finding herself because, you know, she was dealing with all her issues, you know, discovering that, you know, it wasn't her talent that got her all these acting roles. It was her mother, you know, sleeping with the producers and stuff. Yeah. Clearly somebody who watched the most recent season leading up to the show returning and then me, someone who who just like goes through these episodes and is like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I, I This is lost on me. <laughs> no, I I think she's a good good character. Add um Rita's another Rita, I've such I always have mixed emotions. She's definitely grown on me since season 1. Mm-hmm. Um I'm curious where her character is going to go and and how Madame Rouge does seem to be a big villain for her. So, um I'm glad the show's back. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I do still adore this show and love these characters. And maybe it was because I wasn't in the right headspace. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had some other things going on in, um, on my mind as of late. But I, I, am, I am glad that it's back. I hope we get some, some Cliff Steele action going on. I miss those two. And, and we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. 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 What do you think? What do you think about this tonight's episode? The the zombies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, probably I think I paid attention once I figured out what was going on. I I checked out for a good sixty percent of it, and then mm. I returned to it at the end. And um, yeah, it just felt like a filler episode. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it didn't really do anything. It, it definitely they were they were trying to wrap up the three episode arc with them dying, while at the same time trying to point these characters in their directions that they're going to go this season. Um, so so I'm not saying it was filler as in wasteful. It definitely had a point of we're starting here and going to end here. Um, but but yeah, overall, I I don't find too much about this one that I that I would want to analyze and dissect. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean I, I I mean I knew there were a lot of funny moments. I mean it, there definitely were like laugh out loud moments th- throughout. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, on that note, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me at Will and Polk. W I L L M P O L K. You can find me on Twitter at SJBelmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Scene and Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and our website at www.sceneandnerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome.